Warning, the following podcast may contain some fits of extreme nerd rage, especially when it comes to the world of professional wrestling. As such, there may be a few colorful pieces of language thrown around. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wrestling Ramblings and Rages podcast. I'm your host, James Shimo, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, the one and only Mr. Ryan Payne. Ryan, what's going on, buddy? I'm feeling very good, honestly. I can't wait to keep going, keep talking. Uh, this is going to be, honestly, I think it's going to be a good, I think we're going to have a good episode. Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who heard uh, uh, Monday's episode, we went over the top 10 best kayfabe couples in WWE history, or pro wrestling history, I should say. Well, now we're going to go ahead and take a look at the other side of the coin, which is the best real-life wrestling couples, or in this case, the best shoot couples in pro wrestling history. And this one is going to be a lot more interesting, because like I was telling Ryan before we started here, I, there were a lot of really good like couples goals kind of couples that I've been looking at over the last little bit to prep for this list. And I just went like, damn, there's, there's a lot of honorable mentions on here. And I feel bad cutting a lot of these guys. So same, it'll, be, same. it'll be interesting to see what we have on our list. That's the same. It'll be inter- interesting to see what on our list is different. So, so for those of you who don't know how our top 10 shows works, this is how things are going to go. Ryan is going to start off by giving his number 10 on his list. Then I'm going to follow with my number 10. He will then say his number nine, I will go into my number nine, and so on until we reach our number one slots. Now, once that is all done, everything is wrapped up, and then we wrap up our show and let you guys tell us how wrong we are in the comments section. If at any point we run into commonality, we will talk about it at the exact same level, but if the commonality exists at a different level, for example, if my number nine is the same as Ryan's number four, Ryan will call for a punt. And all that means is we will be putting a pin in the conversation until we get higher up on Ryan's list, and we will save that conversation for that point. Without any further ado, let's get into it. So, Ryan, your number 10 pick for the best shoot wrestling couples of all time. My number 10 is actually a couple that met while one of them was in WWE and the other one was working in Ring of Honor. They got married around like mid to 2010s and they have been a consistent pairing to where they were on tv together in wwe it didn't pan out for them later on but outside wwe they've been in a incredible two-person act together both of they're both signed to AEW, but they're doing their own different things and that couple is uh, mike bennett and maria canales they did not make my list so go right ahead i mainly picked this couple for me, obviously with Maria, she's like 100% very charismatic. She is incredible on screen. She really does a great job of what they give her. Of course, many people knew at the time of WWE before she had before she was split from the company. She was mainly that blonde girl. She was the she mainly did the dits, the dumb girl. You know, she did yeah. that dumb girl antics. But if people did not follow her in Ring of Honor, I think that's where her character. That's where she really came into her own, and. Her and Mike Bennett were really a great... I, I didn't even know at the time they were dating until maybe I saw them together on Impact. So it was like years and years on end to where I'm like, oh, she's the manager for the kingdom. from, And she managed Mike and Matt Taven as a tag team. And then I see... And then I start re- doing research and I'm like, oh, wow, they are together. And when they were together on Impact, they were a great couple for you to hate on screen. And when, they, when she re-debuted and Mike debuted at Money in the Bank... Honestly, their theme song, fantastic. And I loved how they were doing the whole over lovey-dovey with the characters. And then it led into the 24-7 <laughs> madness to where when Mar- yeah. uh, even before then, when they were paired together, they did that one quick thing where Maria had said she was pregnant on screen. And um, it led to uh, it led to this weird, stupid angle to where she was, Mike was trying to, they were trying to figure out where Mar- Maria was lying, like who the father was. Which honestly, it, I mean, it got them on TV and it got more mic time for Maria, which she was fantastic. And then, uh, but outside of, but other than on screen, there have been interviews where Mike, where Maria has mentioned how the company WWE at the time when they were assigned had been had treated them very well. Where Mike was dealing with a bit of uh, substance abuse issues, and the company was willing to, and the company went out of their way 
to help Mike with his substance abuse issues to where he is, uh, at least currently to this day, he is, he, he, he is sober and they currently have two children together and just seeing the creative work that Mike and Maria have been able to do in AEW or even with, uh, in their time in ring of honor together, it's been in, it's been, it's honestly been a joy to watch. Like this is, they're an example of two people that love each other to create. I'm I'm actually going to be repeating myself a lot. Two people who are creative and do great together on screen. It's just like Mike and Maria, they seem like a very great example, at least right now in our modern era. Even though they're not together on screen AEW, but the fact that they are a pairing together, it really does show like the moment they do bring Maria back, like they bring Maria into the Undisputed Kingdom, she fit in just like a glove. They they definitely have a lot of good chemistry, like and WWE did them pretty dirty while they were there, and it's not it's not fair. But yeah, you can just see that they are they adore one another. They they've obviously got a great dynamic. You see any of the interviews that they do outside of kayfabe or anything that they do in the public space, you know they they they're just great together, and it's good to see them just enjoying life and enjoying each other's company and being parents together and everything else that goes with it. So, um, you know, more power to them. And I can't wait to see what else they continue to do, both in, in Ring of Honor, in AEW, and wherever else just life ends up taking them. My number 10 is going to be a couple who both work in WWE. Matter of fact, one of them just came back to WWE fairly recently. And we got kind of an inside scoop into their relationship when they were both on total divas and that is jimmy uso and naomi they are actually my honorable mention (laughs) jimmy has always had like really good personality and i've I've really i've always enjoyed what naomi has brought as far as like attitude and charisma and everything and just seeing how they work off one another how even when they have disagreements they sit they talk they they don't let things fester. Like sometimes, like they always say, don't go to bed angry or this, that, mm-hmm. and the other. I feel like they really do believe that sort of thing. And they really do try their best to work things out and talk and try to resolve whatever is bothering them before things get too far out of hand. You know, granted, he is Samoan and we all know Samoans tend to have a temper. I mean, that's not a stereotype. If you look at, you know, even I, I know he's Tongan, but you look at Haku for God's sake. You look at, you know, it, it's a it's just the fact that a, a lot of, you know, it, it, granted, in a sport like pro wrestling, if you don't have at least a little bit of a temper, something's probably wrong with you. There's a point where eventually the temper cools, you sit, you talk, you work it out. They got, you know, some uh, the kids that are involved and everything, they work together to kind of make sure everybody's taken care of, everybody's happy, everybody gets time together. You know, they don't have any kids together of their own just yet, but they're still working on figuring that out. And when the time is right, I'm sure they will both make amazing parents together when the time is right. So, um, but it's just great seeing how they support one another, how close knit the Anawahi family is, and how they've just kind of accepted Trinity and really just made her feel like part of the family and embrace everything that's going on between her and, uh, and Jimmy. I think it's I think it's great. So, honestly, that's fantastic. I mean, I'll be honest. I never really watched Total Divas, but every now and then, when I was just going through TV, just like channel surfing, and I came across an episode, I was kind of surprised that uh, Naomi was on an episode of the, uh, at the time. But then, of course, I think during the reality era, I slowly started losing interest in wrestling. I didn't come back into like wrestling until maybe like 2011, 2012. So seeing with the whole Total Divas era, though, it was kind of interesting seeing, looking at the show now in hindsight. Yeah, it's definitely interesting to think about now. Yeah, but what is your number nine, good sir? My number nine is a couple that they were, I mean, it's they've been together now for five years, but even then now, I mean, they, they both are part of the WWE. They're both one of the top stars. My number nine is uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. That is a punt. Oh, all right. Then I will put a pin in that. Let's move on to your number nine. So my number nine is two individuals who I believe they met while one of them was in WWE. The other one was on the Indies, which is hilarious now because the other is now on the Indies and the one who was on the Indies is now in the WWE. 
and you know he's he's killing it on the indies. He's having a good time. She's doing her thing in the WWE, having a great time, creating a whole bunch of comedy. So my number nine is Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. That is another honorable mention. They are like they were close, close to get on my number ten. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, and again, for me, it's as much of a nerd as we know that Matt Cardona is. I mean, the guy hosts a podcast about collecting, like, action figures, for God's sake. You know? I mean, how much more nerdy can you get? And I don't know that Chelsea ever would have really seen herself with somebody like Matt, but she took a chance. She got to know him, and they have, you know, been together ever since. According to what both of them have said, credit Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes for introducing the two of them, getting them together. And they've been thick as thieves ever since. Although if you ask Chelsea, apparently on the Chris Van Vliet show, she said that now she's got her green car, so she's out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fairly certain that was a joke. So, Um, but no, like the two, seeing the two of them together watching, like I I remember seeing like little clips that uh, Matt would post to either Instagram or Twitter, where he just pop out at her from behind the corner and just scare her first thing in the morning. And she'd just be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's couples goals. Like, you know how the other person is and you just, you just accept it and move on in certain circumstances. I think that's great. And just seeing how he can be goofy around her. She can be a little bougie when she wants to be, but the two of them just love being together, love feeding off each other's energy. Uh, they recently got married, which I think is great. So more power to both of them. Hopefully nothing but love and, you know, all the good stuff. And, you know, hopefully Matt doesn't take too many shots below the belt in any of his GCW matches because I'm sure, you know, eventually a little a couple of mini mats running around wouldn't be something I think either of them would be opposed to. Yeah. <laughs> what about your number eight, sir? My number eight is, at the time when I was watching them on screen together, no idea they were a couple. And then, of course, seeing them together, it honestly, they work so well together on screen, I honestly really thought that they could have made one hell of a couple in real life. And turns out they are a couple in real life. And that is uh, Booker T and Charmel. Ah, okay. Not on my list. Uh, not on my honorable mentions either. No, you're good. Good pick, though. Like, um, I remember we got a chance to kind of hang out with them on the, the Jericho Cruise Part Do. We kind of sat kind of across from them almost every single morning, I think, at breakfast. We all kind of just picked the same table, and you could just see the love in the two of them. It really was great just looking at those two, I mean, on the Jericho Cruise together. And then uh, when they were doing interviews outside, like when, at the time, uh, just seeing that they, it's almost like they have this, like, really nice, um, I'm not going to say Joey, but there's nice camaraderie with each other, how it works so well outside of screen. And it's also kind of one of the reasons why they paired so well together on screen, either if it was in TNA or in WWE. In WWE I mean, when the whole thing led to the Queen King Booker and Queen Charmel, the fact those two played the shouting drama couple so well on screen, it's literally like it was... Honestly, just rewatching some of Booker's heel run in WWE, I mean, outside of the Austin and Booker feud, him as King Booker is, without a doubt, one of the best runs of his career there. I mean, him and Charmel were so well together, pretend, like really amping up this royalty. And even then, when they were in TNA together, it was honestly like they were inseparable together. Uh, it was either just saw Booker and Charmel together or those rare times when Booker was on his own. But it was clear these two loved being around each other. They loved being in each other's presence. And even though now Booker, he's mainly doing his own thing on commentary, the fact that he and Charmel are both inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame just shows how great that they were to get how great they were on screen. Uh, just as performers, but then just seeing that they have still kept the relationship going now is 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 just amazing. You still see a little bit of it every now and then on reality of wrestling from time to time, the dynamic that the two of them still have. Because I think they had like a general manager kind of tiff going a while back. If you check out a couple of those videos, they had a little bit of a a back and forth there. So, but yeah, um, definitely great couple. Just, yeah, the everything you just said 
you know, they they are great together. Uh, you can tell there's a genuine love between them. Yeah, I don't know what else more I could say except, you know, all hail King Booker! And, and his queen, Charmel! Indeed, sir. So my number eight, a lot of people are probably going to think it's pretty low on the list, but I don't care because I'm just going to get it out of the way. Uh, my number eight is Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Well, they are actually higher on my list, so it is puns. All right, fair enough. Year number seven, then. Well, my number seven, I did hint at them in our previous list when we talked about kayfabe couples. This is one couple that ties in, and my number seven is Taya and Johnny TV. Okay, yeah, not on my list. No, good, good call, though. I won't spend too much time on them because I did talk a lot about them in the kayfabe sense, even though them on screen. But uh, when I talk about Booker and Charmel, you talked about when we saw them on the Pardue. Well, I saw Johnny and Taya together on the Chris Jericho Fight Alive, and Honestly, they were just so comfortable being around each other. Like they really in not just it was more than just being enjoying each other's company. It it literally was like you could not I could not go anywhere on the ship without seeing Taya and Johnny together. Outside of maybe when Taya and Johnny had to do uh, uh, photos and signings. But actually, funny thing was even on the cruise, Johnny and Taya actually did a thing. They actually did like a bit of a movie premiere where they uh, showed a movie that the both of them shot wrote and directed together um i believe um, uh, i believe it's called uh the chic mat the uh, chic massacre it's a uh, pretty much a action it's a horror comedy I got to see it on screen watching the just seeing the two of them talk about their time uh putting this movie together and how at the same time it's also in, in honor of the iron chic who had an influence on both their careers you and just listening to the two of them talk how much they were working together on it. It really showed that even if, even if they were not wrestling as much, it's clear that they they wanted to do other avenues together. Yeah, and that's that's great. Just watching the two of them be so supportive of one another, and not only supportive of one another, but actively participating in one another's hobbies and one another's passions. I think it's great. So my number seven is actually a couple that. The young lady only just had a one-off appearance in WWE just recently. And the the gentleman is a Ring of Honor alum, but I don't know what he's up to right now. But number seven for me is Jordan Grace and Jonathan Gresham. Ooh, that's a good pick. Did not think about those two. Ooh, that's yeah, a good all one. All you do is watch anything that Jordan posts on Instagram, and you can see just how much the two of them just love being together just feed off of each other's goofball energy she's she has a ton of fun doing her workout videos and just being random he joins in at random at times and just has no chill about joining in and having fun the two of them just seem just so happy together and i couldn't think of anything better than just having that kind of connection and just sharing in that kind of just genuinely just it's not about what you do. It's just doing it with the person that you just can't see spending an extended period of time away from if you had any other choice. You know, yeah. and that feels like what it is with those two. I love it. Actually, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right. What is your number six? My number six actually is a punt from earlier. It is Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Okay. So small punt. So yeah, yeah. small punt. Yeah. I did mention earlier on when uh, when you had brought them up on the K-Fabers, I took them off mainly because I put them on here. They were kind of the couple, honestly, to me. To, it, because I think mainly the reason why I couldn't put them on, even though they are great together on screen, they really played together the really heel faction, uh, the, real, the heel characters very well. I think kind of the reasons why when you didn't include Matt and Lita together, I think some of the more real-life instances regarding Triple H and Steph of their pairing when they got together you know how it kind of off-roaded it kind of affected china's career uh how it it really uh I, i'll just say that even though they were great in their earlier run it really did feel to me like those two together on screen taking up a lot of tv time felt like it really was doing a lot of hurts so maybe it was a bit of the politics like actually that's the reason for the kayfabe but um 
I don't know. It's just kind of like they, they, I've seen them on interviews outside. I've seen them in public together. They do look like they do really enjoy each other's coming. I mean, they have children together. It's clear they're making this relationship, you know, really last. They're making it work. So I think also with another one of the same reasons why the kayfabe stuff really does bleed in. It did affect my overall view of them, especially the authority angle on television. While it's, it, I think just, Multiple factors going on into where as an actual couple in shoot real life, great, but also because they have positions, they have positions of power in the WWE. It did affect my personal view of them at the time, you know, like sure. I'll be honest. If I was in their position, I would have, I have no judgments against them, but seeing how um, some of the stories involving with Triple H and Steph, how some wrestlers just were not comfortable with them in charge of some creative decisions or how they would sometimes maybe eclipse or overshadow certain wrestlers because all it took was maybe an impression or Triple H or, or Triple H would pretty much think that they were just not ready or it would stifle their careers a little bit. It really was a little mixture of the shoot and kayfabe that always bled, bled in together. So, I mean, they, I mean, they would kind of be a little higher on my list, but it's because that because of the politicking and wrestling though it really affected overall, at least in my view. That's mainly the reason why they were so low on my list is the politicking and this, that, and the other. Not only that, but like I said, I felt like they did more for the business on screen than they did off screen in a lot of ways. Although I will say part of the thing that kind of put them a little higher up than just dead last for me this time around was the fact that when Triple H went down with his health scare not too long ago. Yeah. Stephanie took a step away from the boardroom. She could have just said, you know, I'm going to soldier on, I'm going to handle this and I'm going to, you know, be in the boardroom all the time, making sure everything's taken care of. But she said, no, family comes first. She took care of her husband. She took care of the father of her three daughters and she made sure that situation was handled. So yeah, it was that choice that Stephanie made that does show like she's not, She's not in a way kind of like her dad or she's not like Shane or so like she's willing to really remove herself from the business when it comes to putting family first. Exactly. So that was your number six. Yes, it was. All right. So then my number six is a couple who actually just recently through the WWE got their own reality show. And that is going to be Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. Oh, they are also an honorable mention. (laughs) Really? I thought for sure you'd had them on this list. I was, but I was looking at other couples outside of simply WWE, and uh, they they they're just like like if this was a top fifteen, they would definitely be on here. But you know, they're they're an honorable mention. As goofy as he is, as driven as she is, just the dynamic. And if you guys haven't had a chance to watch Love and WWE, Bianca and Montez, watch it. It's very fun. It's a short binge. It's just about the lead up to WrestleMania 39, the road to WrestleMania for the both of them. It's a very, very good watch. It's a lot of fun. You get a sense of the kind of characters that exist within their own family, not just with them, but, you know, Dawkins is involved as well. It's a lot of fun. But Montez is crazy. He's ridiculous. He's funny. She, again, is a very driven, very motivated individual, but he is the one who kind of keeps her ground. It's like, look, you want to do all this crazy stuff. You want to go, 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 but you're a human being. You're not a machine. You can't do everything. You got to take a step back and do for you every once in a while. And you've got to take care of you and your body and your mental health and all this other kind of stuff. And that I think is a great thing. And when you find somebody like that, who can balance you out, who can, who can tell you, Hey, you're burning the candle at both ends. Take a step back, calm it down a notch. And, you know, make you listen to them and take their advice and make you realize when you really need to pump the brakes. I think that's important in a relationship. So that's why Montez and uh, Bianca make it onto my list. Honestly, that 100%. Like, honestly, great choices. I don't fault you for that. I mean... Oh, it was honestly. It this was like a more difficult list to put together, and I, I swear, if this really was a fifteen, I, if this was a top fifteen, I would have immediately said that Montez and Bianca are on here. But I guess personally, for me, um, I guess I just didn't know much about them as a couple 
that I didn't put them on my top 10. I've only seen a few episodes of their reality show, so I've not yet gotten entirely through it. That's fair enough. All right, you're number five, buddy. Okay, my number five, uh, this is definitely a personal choice. Um, This couple I picked, I think they're kind of a couple, a wrestling couple that went through a, they went through the meat grinder during their pairing together. And definitely no, without no level of toxicity from the fandom on how much these two were just being like just constantly trashed on but they've continued to but they but they kind of weathered a storm together and they are definitely living great lives together where they just recently just had their first child and my number five is actually is a Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara yeah okay uh didn't make my list but yeah I can I can absolutely see where you're coming from on that one yeah absolutely the moment I say their names, Sammy and Ty, I mean, most recently, if people just uh, listen to this episode, they just had their they just had their child, uh, her uh, Luna, and uh, right now Ty, she's of course she's of course obviously pregnancy, she's stepping away a little bit. Sammy has also been away a few a while. I mean, outside of like the concussion he suffered, he he spent most of his time uh, being a father, uh, like really help being for his being there for his wife. Some of the photos she shared on Instagram and Twitter. And same with Sammy as well. I mean, the fact that Sammy is so in, he's like, he's dialed into social media to where you see every time he shows, shares photos with his family, you do see a genuine love between the two of them. Even during Sammy's vlog, even though they're, that's one thing. Um, that's how, that's one thing how those two are so well together. If you watch Sammy's vlogs, him and Ty really kind of like bounce off each other, even though um, she's a bit of, even though she's like, she's Brazilian. So she struggles a little bit on the English language. Uh, Sammy is still like one of those supportive boyfriends. You do see with those two together. Oh, husband. I'm sorry. I would say he's her husband. Yeah. My God, I'm an idiot. I am so sorry. <laughs> yes. Husband. Uh, I, I, oh my God. I think there's that part of my brain that has that hard thing for Ty where I'm like, oh no, it's not going to last. And then I'm like, I just talked, I just really just mentioned how they just went through so much shit through the internet community. But yes, uh, during their early on, when they were together, the community really dragged those through two through the mud, uh, mainly because of a person, because of a previous relationship that Sammy had that he had reached, that he was engaged and ended. And it led to a lot of hate thrown at Ty because. For unjust unjust reasons like sometimes in when it comes to wrestlers in relationships they get engaged to someone sometimes it might not last i mean one thing with this life that's been shown with these wrestlers through their vlogs or through interviews or even through reality shows it is a hard life honestly and for anyone being married or in a relationship together it really is the small day-to-day going it's the day it's the small day-to-day that really determines like their strength as a couple and not just through Sammy's vlogs, but also at the time when AW had their all access show, Sammy and Ty are one of the people in front and center to where Sammy was get was in the midst of a big baby face, like push and Ty unfortunately had suffered a little bit in the background as mainly being a valet or at least being involved when it came with the Jericho association society appreciation of society it's one of those situ. It's seen like how supportive they were of each other. Like Ty, even though her career had taken a bit of a step back because of her being semi being paired together on screen, you do see that they weren't going to let that you know put each other down. And the fact and they get married, they have a child together. I mean, I look forward to when Ty comes back to the ring. But until that time, I'm really appreciating and I'm loving seeing all the like how open that they both are on social media, despite how much hate they were given during their early, their, their early time together. Yeah. Um, you know, Luna's adorable. She really mm-hmm. is as much shit as these two have gotten for their relationship, especially in the beginning. They definitely, they deserve, they deserve the happiness that they have together. And you can tell it is, it is a genuine feeling because they both come from a similar background. They are wrestlers. They know what the day-to-day grind is like. And maybe, and we don't know the specific circumstances surrounding the the ending of Sammy's previous relationship. But we you got to think that maybe the, the day-to-day, the, the constantly being gone, the not getting enough time together, that may have played a factor. I'm not saying that it did, but it's possible that it could have. I mean, it's kind of um, like with most relationships with athletes, not just wrestlers, but sometimes athletes, musicians, when they're with someone yeah. who's not a part of the business, even with actors, 
It's them being away for so long, like either touring or out there on the road or flying to different countries or different cities and states or regions. Yeah, it really does lay, uh, it, it puts a lot of pressure on I me. Mean, hell, there's plenty of wrestlers we can make a list of who have ended relationships because of them being on the road all the time. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so my number five is going to be a couple who, let's face it, are two from all from all just aspects. They're two amazing people, have produced two amazing children. He is still going at the top of his game, even though he's deciding to wind down his in-ring career, at least to a point. So my number five pick is Brian Danielson and Brie Bella. They're my number four. Okay, we can talk about it. So... Yeah, I mean, you can just, again, I kind of, I, I knew they were together, but I really got an in-depth look at to what their relationship was like through Total Divas and seeing their journey together and seeing just how supportive they are of one another. Like, do they get annoyed with one another? Absolutely. Whenever boils down to her getting into Brie mode, like, you know, it's not something that Brian necessarily appreciates. But he doesn't yell. He doesn't scream. He's like, I understand that this is something that happens, and I wish it didn't happen, and I wish you wouldn't do this, but I'm not going to judge you for it, and I'm not going to berate you for it. Birdie and Buddy are both fantastic kids. They've obviously got a lot of future plans together. They just seem, um, they seem like awesome parents. They share the same values. They share the same kind of viewpoints on life. Honestly, I cannot imagine how awesome those two kids are going to have, the life that they're going to have growing up with those two as their parents. They're going to turn out awesome as adults because they've got just two rock stars raising them, realistically speaking. 100% agreed. I mean, I'll be honest, their relationship was kind of one of the reasons why I, I checked out Total Bellas from time to time. Uh, especially, uh, I mean, well, I saw a few episodes where we saw when Daniel Bryan was dealing with his, uh, little sl small slight, that his, his depression when he, when he had to retire from wrestling, but even then just seeing how with, um, when it's not done that when they're not playing the dramatics, you do see how Brie really is that emotional shoulder on for Daniel Bryan or just someone just to be there with him while he's just processing like life outside of wrestling and then of course when brian comes back when he came back he's his his number the person the person he wanted to thank the most was brie really showing that not just through love and support but also through encouragement how your partner really can bring you out of not only your funk but reignite your passion and your drive to maybe do exactly what you love yeah absolutely all right so you said they were your number four yes so that's going to bring us to my number four, which is another, for again, for lack of a better term, rock star pair of parents, but again, for completely different reasons than Brian and Bree. And that is Adam Copeland and Beth Phoenix. Oh, wow. Okay. They, um, I'd say a slight punt. Okay. Slight punt. That's fine. All right. Go ahead and hit your number three then. My number three, uh, this one is a couple that met in the Indies. Um, honestly, looking back at their career, it's kind of amazing how I was never shown a video of them wrestling when they were doing their own thing. And when they even wrestled each other in the Indies, one of, uh, now they're both in the WWE. One of them is, uh, I mean, they both were a huge staple in NXT. Uh and that is the uh, that is the uh, that is the the Mister and Mrs. Way, Candice LeRae and Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, uh, they're on my honorable mentions. Yeah, honestly, I had to remove. I cut a big couple on my list for these two because of just not only the longevity of their relationship, but just the fact that these two met in wrestling. They have they had their own unique careers outside of each other. And there was one that there was one match I saw where they wrestled together where um, it was just it, where Johnny and Candace were wrestling each other. They were doing a, a great tie up. And then when she gets when he pushed her, when she pushes him in the corner, I love how Johnny just does a pause from the crowd, 
And of course, then a bit of a heelish, even though he's the heel in the match, I love how he's just like, wait, 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 guys. It's... And then everyone's like going, why aren't you going inside? And he's going, it's my birthday. And then this that quick turn in the crowd to say congratulations and then leads back into him getting his ass beat. But then he ends up winning the match. And I loved in an interview afterwards where Candace like, well, of course it was going to let him. It was his birthday, you know? <laughs> it was just, it was like, it's like one of those cute things I find of those two on the internet uh, during their time in the indies. And then seeing how they've had their relationship has really gone the distance into them, into NXT. I mean, they were so great. There's uh, just seeing, even just seeing their dynamic when they formed the, when they were, either was when they were face, when they were, uh, when, when you saw them as baby faces during Johnny's time, rivalry with Tommaso Ciampa. But then, of course, seeing their great, their great comedic run with The Way, honestly. You do see that these two are just so in sync with each other. They do love the bit, the, the comedic bits they did, either if it was regarding, like, with Index or during that small feud with Keith Lee and Mia Yim. That's a couple that's on my honor, honorable mentions. Like, just showing that Johnny and Candice were not afraid of bringing their relationship on screen to use to into in, great effects. And then of course watching outside the 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 love those two have for each other, the two children they have. It it's just a honestly it's it's one of those wrestling couples to where you could watch their entire lo- career on screen but still be amazed by how they are off screen. Yeah, I think they only have the one kid so far. I thought they I thought can, I thought I believe I thought they had two children. Hold on, did I get my, did I get my note? Did I get my notes wrong? I'm <laughs> saying you might want to look that up because I'm pretty sure they only have the one. Yes, I know they had. Yeah, they're the child. Uh, yeah, they, they have. They gave birth to a child. Uh, I know uh, Cassie Lee and Sean Spears just announced. Them. Yes, so. yes, they they are about to have another uh, child coming up. Oh my god, I'm gonna be. That's a huge foot in my goddamn mouth. If it's only they have. Yes. They have only one child. Holy shit! <laughs> I guess because I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding you're, the you're, way in. Saying, I'm wishful thinking, huh? Yeah, I was saying it's wishful thinking. You want them to have another one? Yeah, but I think because they're so good on screen that I was thinking of how they treat Indy and Austin as children. There you go. That, yeah, that that's where you get your <laughs> yeah. Your Holy fuck. That's okay. Yeah, I mean everything you said. Like they're great. They're they're obviously fantastic. They have a ton of chemistry together. They, they both are just as nerdy and just as geeky as the other. They both love Disney. Uh, obviously, yeah, they... Johnny's Twitch streams, yeah. Like, you do see when him and Candace are there together, like, them just going off about their shared geeky and uh, nerdy interests is is incredible. Yeah, and just the, the love that, is, that exists between the two of them is great. And like I said, Quill himself is adorable. I can't wait to see what happens with that kid growing up. Uh, again, fun, awesome parents. Can't wait to see what that uh, leads to for his future. So carry on, Johnny and Candace. All right. So that leads to my number three, which is a couple who I really have kind of fallen in love with. Not at all surprising since they both hail from my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And that, of course, is Dr. Britt Baker, D&D, and Adam Cole, baby! Damn it. They were another hard cut from my list. Dude, just watching watching Chugs on Twitch, like anytime Brit comes in, like uh, there was a video I saw, like a short from YouTube where she just comes in with like a random mug. Yes, the mug. Oh my God. It's so sweet. Just so sweet where she just found something and just randomly just decided, oh, he'd like this. And she just brings it in and he's just so touched. And it's just it's just genuinely sweet and just like that's that's the dynamic that the two of them have. And you know, just it's it's the little things in relationships mm-hmm. like that. And you can just tell the two of them absolutely adore one another. And like those the small glimpse that we got into their relationship with that short-lived uh AEW all access yes. reality series, like how supportive they are of one another, especially with Britt, with Adam's concussions and everything like that. And now, especially with his ankle injury, mm-hmm. like, just seeing the two of them just stand by each other through everything that they've been through. Like, and especially with the quick succession with Adam's injuries as of late, like that's, that's crazy to think. But again, 
And even with Britt balancing her career of a wrestler and being a pra- a licensed practicing dentist as well. Yeah, exactly. Let's, and again, the, to handle all of that, which probably accounts for why she hasn't been on AEW TV for a while. It's just like, I, I'm, I'd rather make time for my personal life and my dental practice and, you know, make sure my man's taken care of, which, you know, more power to her if that's the case. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I hope it's more leaning towards that way than that interview she said to where she was hearing the fan responses to her, like, we want to see less of her, and then, okay, you're going to get less of me. Like, I hope it's not that direction and more towards the personalized. Like, she really wants to work that balance because, honestly, I am more in favor of her finding a balance in her life to where she can have this great relationship with Adam, with her bit, practice as a dentist, and be a wrestler at this all, like, really find a good balance and juggle for it because at this point to me Brit she has found she's she's got she's made that eclipse on wrestling on TV for a while she's actually earned some time off of television so when she does come back I'm pretty sure she's going to be a, I'm guaranteed she's going to be a house of fire oh yeah she will and like I said it's more than likely it, I mean mm-hmm. her saying that you know the fans seem to be getting sick of me I feel like that's maybe just her leaning into that but I feel like the time that she's taken off because her extended absence from TV kind of started taking place long before that was that interview came out. Yeah. So I definitely feel like it's more just her wanting to be there for Adam, making sure that he's taken care of. And again, I don't know the, per- like I said, I don't know the uh, Brit personally or anything like that. So I don't know if that's the case, but I realistically just want to make sure that whatever's going on between the two of them, they are, happy they're both healthy they're both you know emotionally strong together and i just want them you know carrying on and being as sweet and adorable as the two of them are together as possible well great pick honestly they i I did say they were a very hard cut for me (laughs) all right what is your number two my friend my turn my number two is the slight punt from your number four it is edge and beth phoenix Okay. Adam Copeland, Beth Phoenix. Now. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, go ahead. Well, uh, I got, for me, um, in a similar way, uh, kind of like with Adam and Beth, they're just I don't know for some. It, it's just kind of hard for me to figure out at first. Like they're just this couple to me where I just see them on screen together. And I'm like, yeah, honestly, I do see them as a great couple, a great pairing. Uh, especially uh, in the in in Adam's later run when he was before he had the during WWE, just seeing how those two really just clash well together. They like they really just they complement each other. They add they they just add to each other's fire, and um, and then some of the photos I saw of them outside when they were uh, together. It's just kind of like you know what I. It's like they're the kind of couple where I don't need to know their personal life. I just know if they're together, yeah, they deserve each other. They're they're incredible. They're fantastic. And then the interviews they just have where they just talk about um, their their personal lives at home or like when it comes with them raising their children. I just go, you know what, you two are like the one couple where I go, you feel you, you they feel like each other's um. Uh, they feel like each other's prizes, honestly. Yeah, like they're they're the other's missing half. You know? it, yes. Yeah, and let's face it. I mean, I don't know how many of you guys are watching or have watched the uh, the new Percy Jackson series that's run on Disney Plus, but Adam has been playing Ares in that series, and let's just say it takes a special kind of woman to tame the god of war. So. <laughs> And who better than a Glamazon, am I right? Exactly. 100%. But, but yeah, no, Beth and Beth and Adam are just, they're, they're they just, again, they complement each other so well. And, again, you see that, that kind of behind-the-scenes documentary they did when Edge was coming back to WWE, and you just yeah. see them working off of one another and how supportive they are. And just, you feel, again, the chemistry, the connection, the the bond that they have to where I believe if I'm not mistaken, they both thanked one another in their hall of fame speeches. You know, I believe if I'm not mistaken, I believe edge credited her for a lot of things that were going on in his life at the time. And then obviously when she uh, went in, she thanked him and then had Tony Chimmel come out there for the whole rated R superstar with the voice crack thing, which was hilarious. I mean, that that, that was a hilarious moment. It was. We all love Tony Chimmel for that. It gets it cracks Edge up every time. But yeah, just again, you can just see 
every time they're in the ring together. Like there was a point, uh, I think, um, in the in their more more recent run in WWE together. I can't remember if they were dealing with Miz and Maurice or if they were going up against the Judgment Day. I think it was. I think they did both. They did Miz and Maurice. I, they did both. And- I can't remember the specific instance. I can't remember. Oh. But uh, Edge was coming out there. They were both coming out there, and I think he went over to like smack her on the butt. And she just, that was like, Judgment Day. That was Judgment Day. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah, you can just see where she just gives him a look like, "Hey, don't even try it, Mister." And he's just like, "All right, I don't want to be. I don't want to sleep on the couch tonight." <laughs> But yeah, no, like, and again, you can just tell, even in those moments where they're supposed to be playing serious, like you can just see the genuine human connection between the two of them bleed through, which is fantastic. Yeah, I can't say any (laughs) more. You said they were your number two. Yes, they were my number two. So my number two is a punt from you from earlier, which is Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. I was wondering, like, where you were going to have them. And when you kept going up higher, I'm like, really? Really? Okay. All right, go go off. Like, you got to figure, like, especially as high up as they are in WWE, like, as as prominent as they are placed. And, like, I watched the stuff that they put on Instagram. I watched the stuff that they put on YouTube together. Like, especially the, the stuff that they just put up there earlier this week with Rue. And taking the brownie away from Becky and everything. Yeah, the Rocky you know, montage training. training yeah. montage and all that. <laughs> like, that's just adorable stuff. And then the interviews that they do, like they did, what was it? Uh, Mr. and the Man was uh, one they did a while back. Um, they did like a GQ thing where it's like, uh, and just every time they are on screen together, when it's not a WWE forced thing like they had with, the whole feud with Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans a number of years ago. Like that, that was garbage. We can all agree yeah, that, that that one really affected them. I mean, it didn't affect me in their eyes, but you can clearly see that that was the moment, the, the moment the company and the world found out they were together. It was really like, Oh, we got to put them together while they're at their high, while they're at their hottest where we're like, yeah. no, you can't keep them separate. No, but the fact of the matter is, is that anytime I see them on screen when it's not something like that, and it's just them being genuine and whether it's their, like I said, their Instagram posts or Twitter videos or YouTube videos or anything that they put out like that. It's just, it's heartwarming stuff. And, you know, with anything that's been going on, like right now with his knee injury or her going yeah. through a pregnancy or any other kind of big mishap that's going on with the two of them or anything of that nature, they're, they've always got each other's backs. They're, kick-ass parents they're super entertaining they're global mega stars at the height of their game right now and i can only imagine what is going to happen when rue gets older and if she decides she wants to be a part of this business Uh, what that's going to look like having mom and dad train you when you know one of them's the man and the other one's you know constantly dancing around having people sing a song like that <laughs> yeah, i wonder i wonder how many times seth has put her to bed listening to that song just that oh. 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 anyway but yeah so seth and becky are my number two Honestly, man, uh, even the more you talk the only reason why they're a little lower on my list was because um there's I mean, look, they've been together for about like like going on five, six years now. I guess just on the uh, ranking of mine, I went with couples that were just a little. Good. I I went with couples with the more longevity, but then I just realized I have Sammy and Ty who are also a short who are just a short time. I I don't know. I guess for me and Seth and Becky, it was just kind of um like yeah, the genuineness of the relationship and uh, the just like Becky alone, even before she and Seth got together, how she has been. Just the way her how she posted herself getting over with the fans on Instagram and Twitter. And then of course just seeing how that's actually really in a way it's kind of influenced Seth as well with his character, especially when they were on their heel turns with Seth doing the dancing, the flab the with the flamboyant dresses, and then Becky just matching them. That 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 photo of those two together during their time of big time Bex and and Seth Rollins, like just seeing how they matched each other's flamboyantness. They're over the top fashion, but still looked like absolute megastars. Was just incredible, and yeah, uh, just some some of the even even seeing them on up up down down together. That oh, yeah. <laughs> the tournament. Oh my god! Just seeing how uh, Becky and Seth were just 
reacting to whatever. <laughs> just the just that tournament alone. I mean, sure. Uh, when he beats AJ or when Seth or uh, I can't remember. Did Seth did use Becky once for the at one point? I think he did. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> he did. Like just seeing exactly how they just turn on the they turn on the goof they turn on the goof when they're on up up down downs incredible when they are together well just about everybody does well yeah but it's like but because they're the wrestling couple like they're one of the few wrestling couples on screen uh, when it comes to i mean yeah 100 agree everyone does it but even then they just never like they just didn't turn it off they kept it going even when they had when they especially during the uh tournament i mean but even then, with that little tournament happening, it was just like a like a nice genuine to see that even if they weren't playing anymore, they were playing the hype man or the be- or the supportive person to anybody else on screen. And it's honestly like one they they, they are just genuine and they're honestly like one a, a cute couple. They are. And for the record, earlier I don't know if you guys could tell because uh, Ryan kind of slurred his words together. He was saying their chemistry is just incredible not just incredible the impact <laughs> yes yeah oh my god <laughs> sorry i couldn't help myself there anyway, no, no, that's perfect it's great I was, yeah i mean come on you toss the ball to me and i just laid that up into the basket all right <laughs> so uh you were number one pick then for the top of uh, the best overall in real life shoot wrestling couple is i think this might be just like our kayfabe we might have the same match number one and this couple <laughs> I, like I said, might. I said might. We'll, we'll find out once I say it. But this couple, this couple, honestly, it took me a while to actually understand, like, their dynamic together when they were on screen and then learning that they were uh, actually together in real life. But then they had a reality show come out about one, about them, and honestly, just seeing how the how one of them is such a complete goof off screen and the other one even though she is exactly as goofy as he is but just seeing their dynamic their love for each other and how despite how one of them is plays the over obnoxious douche you want to punch in the face the moment they had that pregnancy announcement at elimination chamber it's kind of like yeah this is a couple worth watching and that is the miz and maurice is my number one yes <laughs> we got it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, I was, yeah, absolutely. Chin chin. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. Like it couldn't be anybody else. Cause like I said, and you, you said it right off the bat, Miz, like the Miz is as a character in WWE, an obnoxious, self-obsessed, egotistical douche. Mike Mizanin is just a straight up goofball, just an absolute goober. And oddly enough, he's the kind of guy I'd want to go to a bar and catch a game with. He's yeah. just, he's that, he's just that down to earth of a guy. He really is. Or pretty much kind of like how he is on up, up, down, down. That is a guy I would play. I would go online. I play video games or board games with for hours on end and just not get tired. Yes. He's that much fun. He just seems like a fun dude to hang around with. A a guy you would hang around with, share a couple beers, just pass the time with. You know, Maurice, granted, a little more high maintenance, but the just the, the dynamic that the two of them have, the way that, again, they are able to balance each other out, and granted, like, Maurice, Mike, they are fantastic together. They really genuinely are. You know, uh, Monroe and Madison, just absolutely lovely, lovely girls. Um, Just read today on Maurice's uh, Instagram about her Mm -hmm. diagnosis and the fight that she's going through. But you know for a fact, Mike is going to be there supporting her every step of the way. Hands down, there is zero doubt. Zero doubt. Those two, to me, are celebrity couples goals to a T. Because they just, they accept each other, faults and all. Does that mean they don't get upset with each other and annoyed or anything like that? Absolutely not. There are so many examples you can get from the reality show of them can't upset each other. (laughs) Between... Oh my God! Like, but just dealing with Marjo alone. Ooh, yeah, geez. 
<laughs> I'll but, be honest, Marjot made it hard to watch the series from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, but again, Mike gives it just as well back to Maurice with George. Because mm. let's face it, George is just as much of a pain in the ass as Marjot is from time yeah. to time. And I'll even admit, Mike, when he is on up, up, down, down, the fact he gets crazy and antic. I mean, that that clip of him, of Maurice yep. shouting at him with Cesaro, Samoa Joe, uh, Adam uh, Cole, and Breeze. Adam, yeah, during the oh my god, just having them listen to this, it's like little like, dude, you're being put in the fucking doghouse. <laughs> Like you're being dragged through the goddamn dirt, and then I love after it's over, just like actual buddies, they just dra- they they drag oh, him they down. Keep it going. They oh, don't. Yeah. Let, they do not let him live it down. It's great. One of my favorite. One of, and the, my favorite thing, like especially because I watched watching the up up down down video from that. One of my favorite things is when Breeze actually beats him at the end, and they're they're still ripping on him, and <laughs> Breeze. Just goes, it's like, hey, Miz, I heard you're going to be in the sequel to See No Evil. It's called See No Talent. And then everybody <laughs> Cole loses it. Cesaro loses it. <laughs> Woods dies. Xavier Woods just dies immediately. And then Samoa Joe's just like, leave him alone. <laughs> he's like, he's Uh-oh. already going to get roasted enough by Maurice later on. <laughs> exactly. But damn. But anyway, getting back to Ms. and Maurice's dynamic, just like, again, they you can tell, despite everything that they put each other through, like, sure, do they get on each other's nerves? Do they push each other's buttons, sometimes intentionally? Absolutely. Every couple does. If I could count on, if I had a nickel for every time my fiance has done something just to try to see if she can just push my buttons and see if she can get a rise out of me. She does it all the time, but I do it just as much to her to try to see if I can annoy her too. It's a give and take. It's what couples do. It, if I did, if she honestly didn't do that on a daily basis, I'd think she was pissed off at me, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's Damn. just the way that it is. So at the end of the day, you can tell just when they sit and they have those quiet moments on that show, when they just sit and talk and are honest with one another and open with one another. There is just so much genuine love between them. And it's, it's never going to change. They are each other's ride or die till the end of time. And there's nothing more that can be said about it. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, they're so, I mean, outside the reality show, the fact they're so good together and you see how well it translates when they are together on screen, like the, the comedy moments they had with each other, uh, just them the, with the John Cena and Nikki Bella feud. I mean, <laughs> really seeing them put together their comedic chops. And even then, with them um, at the time when Ambrose was there, that feud where see the moment where Miz beats the shit out of a clock. <laughs> it's just one of those, uh, it's those funny moments to where you see like. Yes, the reality show is there to like. I mean, honestly, even the, uh, even without the reality show, if it was just them on screen together when they are just doing those antics, I'm like, yeah, they are great. They are a fantastic pairing. But as you mentioned, with those moments, the quiet moments on screen uh, are when uh, you know Maurice wants to, or Maurice, or Maurice is trying to do something in regarding her business, and sometimes Mike, unfortunately, just can't help but be himself, gets which really pisses her off at times. You do see at the end of the day, not end of the episode, but the end of the day, these two are on common ground with each other and they are willing to really tread through heavy water because they care about each other so much. Absolutely. And again, Maurice knows, sure, Mike, if he gets wind of something like this, is going to try to overdo something. It's just how he is. He wants to help. He wants to be involved. And it's, she, but at the end of the day, she only knows it's because he cares, and it's because he wants to. He wants to be a supportive husband, like any anybody would in that situation. All right, guys. Well, it doesn't really matter what us two goobers sitting here think about who the best pro wrestling real uh, real life couple is. What matters is who do you guys think is the best real life pro wrestling couple of all time? Go ahead and let us know in the question of the day on Spotify. Matter of fact, also in the uh, Spotify episode, go ahead and let us know in the poll, who do you think 
is the greatest pro wrestling romance of all time, as well as does romance have its place in the world of professional wrestling on screen? Yay or nay? Go ahead and vote in the poll. Thank you guys so much for joining us. If you want to continue supporting us, be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher app of choice. We are available, of course, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, as well as any other podcatcher apps of choice. Just simply look up the Shimo Media Network. We appreciate you guys joining us. On behalf of myself and my conspicuous co-host, Mr. Ryan Payne, we want to thank you for being here. And we also encourage you to leave us a review. It's how we grow as a show. Be honest about what you want to see, what you think we do well, what you think we don't do well. Five stars is, of course, appreciated. But as I said before, if you don't tell us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong, we can't grow and we can't get better. With that said, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here for the day. Once again, thank you for being here on behalf of myself. I've been James Shimo. He's been Ryan Payne. Here's to the greatest, greatest love I've ever known. Thanks for getting us a copyright strike. Just oh, kidding. <laughs> And we will see you guys next time. And until then, hey, ref, ring the bell already. Mm -hmm.